Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe at iTunes or any place you get podcasts, podcast app or whatever. I also do a live radio show five days a week, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on KMZQ in Las Vegas. If you forget all that, go to HeidiHarris.com or my social media and my blog posts and all that stuff are posted. That's HeidiHarris.com. Recently, the Clark County Commission, that is, of course, the county that Las Vegas is in, if you're not from Las Vegas. Recently, the Democratic County Commission passed a bill that would prevent, quote-unquote, discrimination by landlords against renters. Can we start with the word discrimination? First of all, it's illegal to discriminate against somebody. Let's say you have two people with equal incomes, equal credit reports. One of them's one color, one's the other color, and you decide to rent to one over the other just because of the color of their skin. Of course that's illegal, it should be. But when it comes to deciding whether or not a person can pay you the rent each month or pay you the rent in six months, that should be about discernment. That's not about discrimination. They're using the wrong word. And what they want to do, and I, first of all, I don't even know why they did this, because what they did is they made it illegal for a landlord to discriminate against you if your income was based on unemployment because of the pandemic. First of all, who's moving right now? If you lost your job and you were living somewhere, you're probably staying right there because there's been a moratorium on eviction. So I don't even know why they passed this to begin with, but okay, we'll leave that there for a second. So they pass this because they don't want people to become homeless, so to speak, and this and that. The basic reason is they want these tenants to have more rights than the landlords. That's what it comes down to. Listen, landlords don't want to throw people out of apartments. And people who are evicted tend to be, you know, pretty vindictive oftentimes and will trash apartments and houses and things like that. We understand that. But the fact is, if you own the property, you should be able to discriminate when it comes to who lives there based on their ability to pay for it. I can't go down the street and decide I'm going to buy a $60,000 truck unless I can prove that I can pay for it. Hello, right? Doesn't that make sense to anybody? Or buy another house without the ability to pay for it, right? And the finance company is going to want to know whether I've lost another house, whether I've had a car repoed. Hello, this is called basic economics. And landlords have the right to know whether or not you're going to pay because there are people who move into a place with no intention of paying. They'll live there as long as they can, not pay the rent, and eventually you'll have to throw them out because they're grifters. I know it's hard to understand if you're an honorable person. Now, many of us have been in situations where we've had to move from places we've lived. The first apartment I got as an adult, I had to move out of because I had tried to smuggle my dog in there. <laughs> uh, they had allowed dogs previously, and then they had grandfathered some in, and I thought if I could smuggle my dog in, they wouldn't notice. Well, they did notice. And they said, get rid of your dog, and I said, that's not going to happen, so I moved. Okay. <laughs> that was the first apartment. Sometimes you have to move because you lose your job. Sometimes you have to move because, you know, whatever the situation may be, right? It's not the end of the world if you have to leave a place. I know it's not fun. Moving sucks. I've done it several times in my life. It's never fun. But the fact is, a landlord, a person who owns the property, the person who's paying the taxes for everything, has the right to know whether or not you're going to be able to pay. And they don't want people just living on unemployment if, you know, you move into a place and the only income you have is unemployment. Right now in Las Vegas, there are reports that there could be 275,000 people looking for a place to live here in the next few months. Now, I don't know if that includes the kids and everything else. Who knows? But the fact is, it's a lot of people. And many of the people in Las Vegas right now who are unemployed aren't going back to work. They're just not because their jobs aren't going to be there. They're going to have to figure something out at some point. But you don't have the right to go live in someone's apartment while you figure out what you're going to do. What am I, am I supposed to do? I mean, well, I don't know, but you can't live in my apartment for free for six months or a year while you figure things out. And 
I want you to know if you are new to me or the podcast or the radio show, I am heartbroken by what's happened to this town. I am devastated by the people I know who are losing everything. So I'm not without any kind of feelings. I understand that. And I've been in the situation where I've had to completely reset my life. You may have to move in with friends. You may have to downsize. You may have to go back home to your parents. You may have to do something. By the way, it's not your fault. If you lost your job through no fault of your own, it is not your fault that you have to reset your life. But it's also not the landlord's fault. And what's going to happen if things like this continue is people are just going to stop buying properties that are rentals. They're just going to sell them. I just had dinner with a couple of guys uh, the other night who have a couple of houses. One of them is in L.A. They just literally bought it in L.A. right before this whole thing crashed. It was going to be a, one of their second homes. Well, they've been spending most of their time in, uh, nowadays in Palm Springs. So they haven't been to their L.A. home except for a couple days a month. And they said they were going to rent it. Why aren't they going to rent it? Ah, wait a minute. Because of the moratoriums on evictions. That's right. They don't want to get a tenant in there and have them fight and say, where else am I supposed to go? Well, I don't know. But it's not the obligation of the person who bought the house or the apartment or whatever to pay a mortgage payment so you can live there for free. That's what friends and family are for. And I got to tell you something else, because I've been in this situation, my friends, where I've had to reset my life. As I said, I know what it's like. And the bottom line is, the way you live your life catches up with you in situations like this. So if you're a certain point, you've had, you know, two or three kids out of wedlock and this and that and the other, where are you going to go? Well, I don't know, honey. You should have thought of that before you had three kids out of wedlock. It's going to be harder for you. If you have no friends, if you have no family you could live with, if you have no kind of social network, no church people who would take you in, nothing like that, well, you know what? You need to reevaluate your life. Because I promise you that if my house burned down tomorrow, my husband and I would have friends and family, people we could stay with if we needed to temporarily. People who would take us in because they know we're not flakes. We're not going to camp out on the couch and never leave. We're going to take care of business. We're going to be resourceful. We're going to do what we have to do to make ends meet. There are people who are not like that. They're not resourceful. They're not thinking about tomorrow. They just leech off somebody until they find somebody else to leech off. They're parasites. That's how they are. There are some people like that. So the fact that you're poor doesn't make you a parasite. There are plenty of rich people who are parasites. It's not about that. But the bottom line is you cannot allow people to live in someone else's property for free or tell a person who's going to rent a property that they can't discriminate against somebody who's making all their income off of unemployment. How, how long is that going to last? Remember, unemployment only lasts six months. If you went to an apartment complex and said, I've got a job and it's only going to be for six months, so I need to sign a contract for, you know, uh, but I want to sign it for a year. But I know I only have income for maybe six months. That's what unemployment's like. For a lot of people right now, they're going to run out of it in a couple months, and then it's going to get real dicey. The additional bonus money has already stopped, and then the regular unemployment is going to run out. They're going to be in trouble. Tell you a quick story. A couple of years back, I went to work in Los Angeles. I did radio there for a year, and I rented an apartment in Los Angeles in Glendale, beautiful little town. And I found this apartment, and the first question, the first question that the guy asked me when I called him who owned the property was, are you Section 8? He doesn't take Section 8. He doesn't take housing vouchers. I said, no, sir, I'm not. So uh, we, we went over and looked at the property. We met this and that. He made me fill out an application. The whole bit did a credit check. The whole bit on this little, tiny, adorable one-bedroom place. But I had to pass muster. He didn't know who I was. I was off the street as far as he knew. 
and he wanted to make sure his property was going to be taken care of. And of course, as a homeowner in another state, I was just down there a couple days a week. But as a homeowner here, and you know, I'm a responsible person. I take care of my home. I took care of his property. Nothing happened to it. I didn't do any damage to it. But he has a right to make sure that's not going to happen. And so the county commission is just going to make it more difficult in the future for people to be able to get a house or an apartment or something to rent. Because if I were a landlord, I wouldn't be a landlord right now. And right now it's a seller's market in Las Vegas. And my question would be, and I know the answer already, how many people who were thinking about renting out properties are going to be going, you know what, I don't think I'm going to do that now. I think I'm going to sell my property. Because it's better to sell it than it is to put it on the market and have someone live in it for potentially who knows how long. And sometimes it's very difficult to get people out of your property when they don't want to leave. And you need to think about this if you're a landlord. And you have every right to think about this if you're a landlord. And I know things are tough if you don't have a lot of money and all that. I get it. And it's not your fault because these you know, hotels and all these things are closing and the governor keeps his thumb on everybody and it's terrible. I get all that too. But these are the times that you have to be resourceful. You have to figure something out. And I remember in 2008, 2009, when people were losing their houses left and right, you notice how we didn't have a big uptick in people living on the streets? You notice we didn't have that. Why? Because of the fact that people figured it out. They went to live with friends. They went to live with family. They did something else. So you may have to completely reset your life. You may have to, to change everything. You may have to move. It may be inconvenient. And once again, it is not your fault. Nobody says it is. But it's also not the fault of the landlord, and it shouldn't be put on the landlord. And listen, I know a lot of people who have houses, and by the time they make the house payment, they maybe make 100 bucks, a couple hundred bucks a month in rent, which is one of the reasons I never wanted to be a landlord. I don't have the personality. I would go crazy if somebody moved into my house and they destroyed the carpet. And there goes, in some cases, there goes your entire year's worth of profits. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who's got some properties in Atlantic City. And she was going to rent them out. And then she went, you know what? I think I might just sit tight. She doesn't have to rent them out. She said, because I'm afraid this moratorium is going to have somebody get in there and not be able to leave. Right. Or not want to leave or fight you. Right then you look like the jerky landlord for not letting somebody live in your property uh, indefinitely. Well, what am I supposed to do? Well, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? I'm the landlord. So the fact that times are tough for you, their times are also tough for landlords. I mean, look at all the landlords around Vegas who have commercial property that's empty, and it's going to get worse. And they have money in the game. They have put investment money in. They busted their butt to have these things, and they're suffering too. So you don't have a right to live off of somebody else. You don't have a right to live off your parents indefinitely. It's a whole other issue. But you certainly, if you've got good relationships with people in your life, you should be able to go find someone if you have to, to go live with for a while until you figure out what you're going to do. Stay in Vegas, leave. I know it's hard if you don't have a lot of money. I know that. But the bottom line is it's going to be harder if we keep turning the screws to landlords because there's just going to be less property available. And that's some of the stuff that's happened in places like New York City where they have caps, you know, they freeze the amount of rent that you have and things like that. It just makes it more impossible to find a place to rent. That's how Vegas is going to be. And it's going to make it much worse. And do you want to live, by the way, in an apartment complex full of people who are not going to pay their rent? Do you think they're going to care about anything? <laughs> it's not a question of whether they can pay. Some people just don't choose to pay. Do you really want to live around a bunch of people who are living places for free long term? What do you think the landlord is going to do for capital improvements and things like that? You think they're going to fix the sprinklers, fix the grass, 
fix the things that matter, paint. You think they're going to do anything like that if people aren't paying the rent? You know what the answer is, right? So the only way to make things more affordable for everybody is to allow landlords to have the freedom to not discriminate, that's not the word, to have the discernment to decide who's actually a good risk to live in their property. Makes perfect economic sense, at least to me. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to join me weekdays for my live radio show, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on KMZQ in Las Vegas. If you forget all that, go to HeidiHarris.com. And my newsletter's up there, my books, social media, all that stuff. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.